Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week on Up to 90, we talk... The Sound and the Fury, Tyson versus Holyfield. Snappy title this week, isn't it? Thank you. This was also called The Bite Fight, of course. The Bite Fight. Bite Fight. So basically, we did look at Mike Tyson before, and we, we deliberately did. made a glaring omission, 100%. Yep, that we left out the, the bite fight. So we left out the bite fight because we mm. said, you know what, that is just that is just a full episode, baby, yeah, isn't it? It is a full there's episode. There's a bit of meat to that one. Right on. Yeah. You should do mm. comedy. Up to 90. First of all, okay, cut the shit. How are you? I'm good. You're looking disheveled. Am I? Why are you wearing your pajamas? What's I'm going not. on? I'm wearing a leather skirt. Uh, it's Mother's Day today. Thanks. For Why are you wearing a leather skirt? What's going on? I just fancied it. No, it is lovely, but are you dressing up for me? Is that what's happening now? <laughs> little by little. I did I put a bit of lipstick him. on my cheeks for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah, Mother's Day today, so I did not do much. I was in bed for quite a while. Nice, but that's a nice treat for you because you're always up early. Oh, yeah, always up early. I find now I need a little bit of advice when it comes to the alcohol, okay? So on Friday... I have to just have a drink once a week. For okay, me. fair enough. I have to. But I find like the bottle of wine is taking its toll on me now. But it's once a week, but it's all day, Emma. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all day drinking. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's having that glass of wine when you're getting the lunch boxes together. <laughs> Driving with confidence to the yeah. school. Somebody's like, well, I had a lighter in my lunchbox. Sure up. No, just in the evening, a little bottle of wine. But I find it's just, it's, I'm feeling too groggy in the morning. And I don't want to stop. I don't want to well, not Well, do you drink. know what? I will say, um, advice. my buddy Kate, mm-hmm. uh, years ago, gave me advice. And it is actually good advice. Yeah. 
it's I try to do but I don't necessarily do it but last night I came home and I had my two glasses of wine which I really deserved after the gig and she got me into this habit of having a glass of water after every couple of glasses of wine and it's a game changer. Do you do that? No, I inhale the bottle. But I mean, we all inhale the bottle, but it's actually really good for that. You still get pissed off your head, like no question. Yeah. Like you still wake up the next morning and, you know, your boyfriend goes to use your laptop and you're like, no, I'll take care of that search history first. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, You know, Googling when best to conceive and that kind of thing. So you're like, no, no, no. I think the internet is. I think the think the internet is down. Sugar plum. Uh, so no, but you still get pissed off your head. But it's really good for the hangover. Okay, I might so try it's that. definitely like you wouldn't have it. I don't mind getting pissed. Oh, wait, it's the like, hangover. Yeah, yeah. But this is it's. But it is obviously goes out saying it's because you're dehydrated. Yeah. Putting pressure on the brain, maybe. Do you know what I watched for the first time? And I. I had actually no interest in it. I watched... Well, Queer- then, uh, that is the reason why you should share yeah. on this comedy podcast. No, but it was really good, was Queer Eye. So I hadn't watched it because I watched the original series. Remember the original series? I've that was never years watched ago. it. And I just thought, like, the characters in it were very, uh, like, very kind of... Stereotypical. Hyped. Yeah, I was mean, just, like, really hyped up, and very two-dimensional. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I need this in my life again. Like it was real E4 kind of. Yeah, say no more. Do you yeah. know? But the new version, mwah, beautiful. Okay. I'd recommend it. Would you? Yeah, yeah, I would. Well, at the moment, I know you see, e, I say E4 and I just, you know, shake my head but, in dismay. I mean, we'd but kill yet, for a show on E4, let's I mean, fair. yet, like, I mean, the last day, Fred was like, why is celebs go dating just always on? And I was like, okay. It's good, Fred. Of course. I mean, yeah. you get sucked into it. You yeah, know, like yeah. Pete Weeks, I've got to make myself vulnerable. That's what I've got. To, I've got to make myself vulnerable. Do you know what I mean? And it's all that, like, Pete Wicks, you know, oh, from yeah, yeah. Uh, I was Terry. Like, I was like, which Terry person is that? I've got to make myself vulnerable. In yeah, it. Was yeah. Was it? Does it? Uh, yeah, so there was a bit of that. And Kerry Cadona, bless her. Do you know what Fred said to me, which I thought was interesting, 10 years ago on the Podge and Raj, she was yeah. a guest on. Mm. And he said, which I have to say really surprised me, but because he was, you know, criticizing celebs go dating. Mm. Um, and we were, but he did sit down, one of those, like criticizing, but sits down to just see mm. how it plays out. And then he saw Kerry Cadone and he was saying that 10 years ago on the Podgeride, she was a guest. Mm. And this was not planned at all. But before, there, they had some conversation or something. And as it, she said, like, would you mind if I actually went out and did a bit of a warm up, like did some stand up for them? And he was okay. like, no, 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 no problem. And because he was doing the warm up, he said she went out and he was like, honestly, the funniest stand-up I've ever seen in RTE in a warm-up setting. He was like, she had them in the palm of her hand. No way. And I was like, proper jokes? or what? He was like, proper jokes, really funny. He said it was unbelievable. He was like, total respect. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? And she didn't need, she didn't, now did she use any of that material in her interview then? I don't know. I didn't ask, but I just thought that was interesting though. And then it was yeah. nice because on Celebs Go Dating, she was like, do you know what? I'm just, I'm happy with myself. You know, just in relationship with myself. Yeah. Like that well, kind of thing. Yeah. This is the longest though that she has been in a relationship with herself. So. But she needs to be single for a while. That's the thing. 
Yeah, she does. Because she has just bounced. I mean, so anyone, Kerry, if you're listening, anyone married you to are. Brian McFadden needs some time. My brother worked with him in McDonald's on Grafton Street. Really? He what was, was he like? But sure. <laughs> no surprises there. Yeah, said he was a prick. Do you remember when he was on Ryan Tuberty and poor Kerry Katona was falling apart? And say what you want about Kerry Katona. But let's just say, I mean, obviously we know how we feel about Jordan. On this Katie Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, you cannot be in our lives oh, if well, you're going to speak shit of Jordan. But did you see the latest thing? This time now. Well, I think she just needs help at the moment. With the whole, are you talking about the whole, what are you talking about now? The thing about, wasn't she, I didn't like the way her fella, that clip of the show, and he was suggesting that they eat in their underwear because it stops you eating too much. And he called her fat or something or passed some comment on the weight she put on. And she was eating chips. That was it. She was okay, eating chips yeah. and he proceeded to call her a tramp. Now, I mean, obviously, this is when they're on good behavior because the TV, the TV crews are there. So she's a tramp for eating chips. But I think essentially, I think essentially we are still team Jor- Jordan. It does vacillate. It does waver. And I think Ibiza was certainly a low point. That's a holiday we all want to forget. I think my problem with her at the moment is now that is she. it's just on the sell all the time. What do you mean oh, on what? the sell? Oh, what? Plus, he's back selling whatever the fuck she's selling. She oh, do you know selling. what? I did. Do you know much. what? Yeah, but she's just fucked financially. Plus it. Plus. She's just <laughs> like all about that sweet, sweet dollar. Like... I just, I know I did think, you know what was a bit of a low point, a bit of an adir when she had the shakes and she was uh, saying all the yeah. kids, he likes strawberry. She's back on You like chocolate, don't you, Harvey? Don't you, Harvey? Harvey, no! <laughs> put, it da- put, put her down, Harvey. He likes strawberry, don't you? She's back you like banana? She was doing the shakes this week. Got oh, all your love vitamins. It, love it. You got all your vitamins. What? Pricey, Pricey loves she's, the Wesby. She's going to have the fucking shakes. That's all she's having. But look, I think that Kerry Katona with the whole Brian McFadden thing and look, whatever you say about your, uh, Katie Price, Kerry Katona, all the rest, I'm like, ultimately, they're the ones with the kids, bringing up the kids. So when Brian was on, do you remember when he was on Ryan Tupperty? And mm. that was when poor old Kerry was totally falling apart. Yeah. Obviously in need of help and he said that he still needed to stay in Australia because that's where the work was. And Ryan Tupperty was like, I think I would probably put my kids over work in Australia. Mm. And just this glare. Do you remember when Ryan was throwing up all those tweets last year saying he was interacting, engaging with the trolls? And okay, yeah. he will put up saying he will put up saying, Hey mate, well, you know, there you are probably working in wherever, getting three hundred quid a week. I'm off to England tomorrow for an appearance and he had this is just so crass. Yeah. He put in like to the pound that specific what his wage was. Like he was like, This is what I'm getting. So fuck you. And instead of people being <sighs> impressed, everyone's like, I can't believe you're going over to Norwich for £490. Do you know what I mean? It was just... But it, how crass is that? I don't know. Did he put up, like, the the check or, like, the... It was something, mm-hmm. and he was like, here's what, here's what I'm rolling in, buddy. Like, I mean, it was so crass. But what would you expect? And he speaks so ill of his exes, which I just think is never a good sign. Well, say what you want about exes, but if you've kids with an ex... You may keep your mouth shut. That's your thing. 
That is my thing. That is your thing. No, um, but it's just, it's not, if you, if someone is your ex and you have kids with the ex and you're going on about the ex being a fucking tramp for eating chips or whatever it is, you're basically saying to your child, 50% of your gene pool is shite. Yeah. And it's funny, so I think people don't realise how it sound. makes, I don't, I think people don't realise how that does make an indelible mark on their little souls. They good. totally internalise it. And I came up with that myself. I didn't Thank even get that from Dr. You. Phil. Well, you know how else. we feel about Dr. Phil. Never again. No. I can't believe Oprah had him on a Super Soul Sunday. Why wouldn't she have had him on a Fuck Super Soul sake, Sunday? For sake, Oprah. I do find she the soup- knows how we feel about him. I do find the soap the soup the soupy the soupy 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 Sundays have got to be in the right mind frame for that. Well, no, I the the Neverland one was absolutely amazing. Somebody told me to listen to the Bradley Cooper one, but I stumbled upon you remember that film Wild with Reese Witherspoon, yeah, and the woman who wrote that book, and I ended up <laughs> listening to that in the carriage and how it happened. Um, and I did, I had to turn off because I did think I was just going to crash the car because it was just so mm. awful. It's all like, I just love that. I love that that's how you felt in that moment. Like it was just, oh. Ah! It's too much. I just. You get a car. You get. I mean, it it's was Sunday just. Out, there's no fucking cars it's left not, yet. it's not our petrol in this country. I'm sorry. Positivity <laughs> is not our petrol and like you know she's like you know I made some bad choices like you know the mm. writer is talking about by bad choices she means heroin mm. and you know Oprah's like but don't aren't you grateful for the journey mm. and she's like oh my it God. doesn't define you it doesn't define I you. mean I'm not the woman I was Oprah. All it's she just all, oh I my god her, all it's she's so saying, We'll be mentioning her in the podcast today. A classic opening is she'll turn to somebody and says, it is when you know what it is because that's what it is that you know. And it's like, wow, so profound. Riddle me this. Absolutely nothing. You've said nothing. You know it. The director knows it. Everyone fucking knows it. Just because you have that mm, thinky face does not mean you've said anything that was fucking profound. She just has such gravitas, though, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, still a big fan. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm she does still have the gravitas. Do you know, I I do question my own thought process when it runs counter to that of Oprah. Like I just think mm. I'm denying my real self so on some on. level. Hang on, here's here's what we need to know. Oprah and Gail. Who is Oprah? Who is Gail in up to 90? Oh, look, you can never ask us to make that decision. Okay. No, you, I Listener, think... Listener, get I in touch. No, who's Oprah, don't, who's because Gail? everyone's going to say you're Oprah, because you're so bossy. You I'm are not. so bossy. I sit here mute most You are the, the boss of me. I'm not. How could I be the boss how of many you? Ta- how many times have I'm I rocked Gail. up to your gaff and we have recorded in, in your... Yeah. In but your who gaff. talks more? But that's just... That's just... Um, who talks Anyway, so more. look, I think... Thank you, listener. Thank but you. But you're so cutting. You're just so cutting of me. You've got that Oprah gravitas (laughs) where you're like, Julie, you're a piece of shit. You'd be nothing without me. (laughs) That WhatsApp audio was harsh the other day. (laughs) 
You were rocking it in Vicar Street last night and I was nowhere to be seen. Uh, Isn't that true? I've got a bit of a tinge in me boob there. Thanks, Sams. What's your between now? You and the three arena last we're doing week it. and me this in Vicar Street. We're doing that. it, baby. It's all kind of dried up now, but... Uh, I was in the Tara today. Have you ever been to the Hill of Tara? No. For our offshore listeners, okay, our international ins- listeners, Hill of Tara is like this Celtic... Um, pagan kind of site in Ireland and you would see like you know if you google crop circles if you're one of those people if that's what you do after your bottle of wine um, you would probably see Tara Mm. but it's so funny because I expected something really impressive but all it is is a field with like a couple of rows here and there but it's just a huge field so I didn't even know I was like where is the hill of Tara and Fred was like you're standing on it I was like oh my god I assume you drove though did you a dog yeah a dog did a ship beside me and I was like sing it sister like that just summed it up it's one of those things like look so oppressive oh impressive from above yeah but then when you're just standing on the hill of Tara you're just standing in a field I mean and then there was an abandoned buggy which was so worrying because I oh, have yeah. been watching the disappearance of Madeleine McCann by the way <laughs> oh, gee, have yeah. you been watching this no I didn't listen to it because I'd heard that it was shite so slow I- burner like the first couple of episodes you're like we get it it's a quiet area in Portugal. Like, there's a lot of, I couldn't believe this could happen here. You're like, we get it, we get it, we get it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, what I did was I listened back to, I was saying this to you, was I listened back to those conspiracy guys. Gordon put up, actually, he said, for any, he actually had a really good little meme today. And I was like, I must just listen to his podcast on it because mm. I just feel, yeah, the, it's, it's, it's watchable, but it's just not what I wanted it to be. Yeah, I just, and it's like six episodes or something, is it? Yeah, I yeah. think so about that. Well, uh, the thing I'm going to watch tonight uh, is Line of Duty. Oh, back yeah. tonight. Have you watched, it's obviously you're an avid yeah, follower. Yeah, like fourth series or I've something. I've never watched it. It's good? Very good. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it with Tara. Wouldn't be going again. Although it did lend itself to some very funny euphemisms in the car on the way home. But Ooh, get your paws off my passage tunnel. But your passage is- tomb. <coughs> is that a Neolithic monument or are you happy to see me? Poor old we were making jokes yesterday. like, is this, you know, abandoned buggy, like the famed abandoned, bu- abandoned buggy of, of Tara? Uh, you know, we can trace it back to 3000 BC. That kind of thing then was really funny because we were making all these jokes, like just cracking ourselves up. And then this woman just comes over and just slowly wheels her buggy away from us. So we must have completely demented. I think he's kind of need to start spending time partner. <laughs> no, how dare you? That's when they meet other people. You've gotten into this couple that zone That is where they meet other people. Um, yeah, so Vicar Street, just to give a shout out as well, Alison Spittle was absolutely amazing. Really brilliant. Yeah. Uh, lovely crowd. Shane Clifford was also great. I mean, seriously, like... like headline it now, I mean, obviously. I mean, sec- I mean, you know, second time doing Vicar Street, she is some woman for one woman. So absolute she's respect. she's not even fucking 30, like... Fuck she's off, Alison. Fuck off. off. Do you know what I mean? Like, seriously. She is good. She, her big three hours in June. But, I mean, she has... When I think back to my 20s, mm. I was just an absolute wreck. Well, I'd only started the comedy when I was 29. I didn't start till I was 32. Did you not start till no. I was 32? No. 
Sweet, sweet 32. Um, I mean, really in my 20s, I was just getting... Then I was you just are, getting checked into con- the re-scored and getting barred from Patty Power online accounts. Did I ever mm. tell you that story? That's another podcast. We'll leave it for then. I got addicted to South American horse races. This is 100% true. So I had to self-bar myself from Paddy Power. And only recently I got a fantastic tip for Cheltenham. And I went to put money on. And it let me put the money on. And then really annoying me, like literally 20 minutes before the race, it went through that it had failed. I knew exactly why. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, lads. I thought we'd moved on. And I rang him and he was like, I'm afraid you barred yourself. I was like, fuck's sake. Cock blocking myself <sighs> once again. Julie, you're just like fucking annihilating possible brands here left right and center paddy power's gone now that's it but it's not paddy paddy paddy, look okay to be fair to paddy power like it was me you know i wanted to put the money on south american horses gambling shitles give money to anything you know come on emma you know if it comes to gambling we're doing the bingo like we're bingo girls Come yeah. on, Emma. Kerry does a few know bingo ads, doesn't she? <laughs> know your fucking place. Oh, before you start now, oh you have to write back to somebody on Twitter who was at the gig last night. Oh, lovely person. Will I get their name? Do, Do I have my phone here? What's going on? Um, I don't know. I think she... Ta- oh, yeah. Okay. Love some lovely... By the way, guys, some lovely messages coming in. And you know when I came home last night... And I think the next week, because we're going to start the old episode now, somebody at home is saying to themselves, is this seriously not the beginning? Okay. <laughs> um, but the next week, Ems, I think we need to start giving some shout outs to the people who left us lovely reviews. Because I, I came home last night, there was a new review. And do you know what? Oh. Even having done Vicker Street, it was nearly the highlight. Just reading something like that. Like, it's oh, just yeah. so lovely. Yeah. Really, really nice. And I've got, I've got, oh yeah. And, uh, okay, yes. Sarah Dennedy. Sarah yeah. or Sarah. I always say Sarah minus the H. Oh yeah, well, I, I know some people and they okay, just say Okay, so Sarah, Sarah, Sarah uh, thank you so much for that lovely message and asking if we were going to do the podcast and if not, we, we're going to have to release the WhatsApp audios. And what did give me a giggle? Make the penalty points count. <laughs> it's a fair point. She's fairness. someone who knows us. Yeah. So... Sarah, Sarah, this is what's going on, guys. Obviously, we want to do a live show because that's what we're all about. But we just need more numbers, don't we? Well, I think what we... Yes, I think... Well, more people in Ireland, in near the locations of potential gigs. So we're just asking you this week, just this week... If you have a friend that doesn't know about the podcast yet and you think that they would enjoy it, recommend what episode you think that they'd like. And let's see if we can get a couple of people on board. Because we just have to, you know, like if 20,000 people listen to your podcast, great. But it doesn't mean no. that even zero, and zero a lot of our listeners are of those people are going well. to come. Yes. So we do want to do the live, but we just want to make sure that it's kind of... You see, we're event, not... Really. Look, we're not... 18 year old Emma okay we're cautious we've learned mm, our life lessons mm, there mm, we we mm, plan mm. ahead so we are looking for an indicator I suppose yeah of you know numbers wise 
um, who would be interested in coming? Any venues you think would be good as well? Because yeah. um, we have a couple in mind, but again, just yeah. kind of depends on the numbers. And I think for us as well, because we have so many international listeners, yeah, we're kind of trying to gauge as well. Like, obviously, we're just where talking can we go now. to do a show? You where know? can we go to do a show? We, well, we were talking about our near neighbour there recently. Don't know how we that's going to work after Brexit, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, we were. Sure, we can apply for the visa. Hey guys, my name is Tom Morn and I am the host of Personality Bingo, an alternative interview podcast on the Headstuff Podcast Network. The premise is simple. It's 60 minutes on the clock, 60 balls in the bingo machine and 60 corresponding questions. From anything from, do you believe in ghosts? Do you cry often? And have you ever had a near-death experience? The guests are really wide-ranging from actors, comedians, songwriters. We've had it all. If that sounds like something that would be up your street, come and check out Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. Anyway, so the sound and the fury, the bite fight. Oh, yeah. Um, the bite fight. I thought you were yawning there. That's why I started so yawning. So, June 28th, 1997. Yeah. Um, so, we had, uh, we had uh, Mike Tyson mm-hmm. and we had Evander Holyfield fighting it yeah. out for the world heavyweight title, which is kind of a big deal. Evander uh, was a bit of a ride, wasn't he? Absolute, wasn't he lovely? Ride of a man, and you know what? A lot of people thought it too because he ended up having eleven kids with six women. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I would a hundred percent have been number all. seven, no problem. Uh, June twenty seventh, interesting. It happened. It happened to to happen earlier on, uh, a few months previously. But Tyson had a cut on his face, so they had to put it back. Oh, must have um, been a bit of a gash, wasn't it? June twenty seventh, the day before the fight, former tra- trainer of Mike Tyson, Teddy Atlas, predicted that if Tyson didn't secure an early knockout, uh, Tyson would try to disqualify himself by elbowing, low blow, uh, headbutting, and or biting. So he kind of predicted. He was like, "Look, Tyson, if he gets annoyed and it's not going his way, he's just gonna." get try to get himself disqualified so previous to the fight he was like i think this is how it's going to play out which is exactly what Mm. happened um so of course he had tyson at this stage had do you remember don king when i was watching the videos today such a character so he was being represented by don king um himself and don weren't really getting on because of course things weren't going Tyson's way in the ring and don as we all know likes to associate himself with success so mm-hmm. that is just, he likes you when mm. you're successful. That's just, he's one of those friends. So oh, he was we not, we know a lot of them. Um, so he, yes, yeah, so he uh, was his representative at the time. And uh, the fight itself, so I actually watched some of the fight um, because I don't know, I mean, I presume I watched it as a teenager and I saw the clips, etc. But yes. I just kind of wanted to get a feel for the fight. Yeah, yeah, I know okay? I mean, I have played Street Fighter. Did you know I'm actually super Street Fighter? Come over to my house next time and play it. Let's see. Are you good at Street Fighter as well? I love Street Give Fighter. Give me any character. I'm oh, like, sorry. It's, it's, it's so Chung Lee all the way. It, well, look, obviously Chung Lee, but I like to mix it up because what I find is with Chung Look, 
goes out saying Chungli is always your first choice. Yeah. But what I find is because we have the Nintendo at home and we were actually in Token last week mm. with Fred's dancer, Julia, and her partner, Kai, who's mm. also a dancer and Dancing with the Stars. And the four of us were there and I find yeah, that the Yeah, I saw the, the guys, fucking Instagram stories okay, all looking the very palsy. I never the got guys, an invite. I'm, the not, guys, I'm not successful the guys, enough to get the invite the guys, to Token to hang guys, out with Julia and guys, Kai. Okay. Thanks very much. I'm Gail. I get invited to Liffey Valley Car it. Park to record a podcast. I get it. I'm Gail. Fine. You're Oprah. It's fine. <laughs> so um, the guys, anyway, what I find is, because you always go for Chung Lee, but they're very quick to, you know, make excuses like, well, you know, she's kind of small, you know, nifty. Uh, mm. You know, I think my, what you call it, my, not gear stick. What you call the stick? What is the stick called? You know Control- what I'm talking about. Controller is that no, I can think of. there's a word for the stick. Shaft. No, it's not a Neolithic monument. I don't know why. Anyway, so that thing, the stick, okay, the controller, you've got the controller and then you've got your little stick. They always say that the stick is stuck. So you like to mix it up. So Chung Lee's the first choice, but I'll go for any character. And I am actually just really good at it. I don't know why. You just press buttons like a mentor, do you? I just go cray cray. Yeah. Like this is how now this never I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not somebody who is successful at things. So I mean it's so rare for me to say I think oh, I'm actually good at puke this. But I there were like a couple of lads actually watching me play. Like that's when you know something is happening. Like there's an energy in the air. What ages were these lads? Oh, God. I mean, the hipsters, it's so hard to put an age mm, in them. Like, mm. anywhere from 21 to 22, I would say. <laughs> um, So they were just standing there saying, oh, my God, look at this old lady. Like, this is amazing. He said, oh, what? how do I kick him? Um, So, yeah, no, I'm all into the Street Fighters, so I can talk about this subject yeah. area. So I was watching the fight, got a feel for the fights. The first round, now, I hadn't realised this. The first round... Tyson, sorry, Tyson was really pissed off because yeah. Holyfield had headbutted him a few times, and one of the times that he headbutted, sorry, headbutted him a couple of times. Obviously, everyone is going crazy because yeah. that's you know a bit of a low blow. Pardon the pun. Um, and the pun. he actually cut him above his right eye. So mm. Tyson was pissed off. He was proper pissed off. Yeah. After getting this headbutt, uh, the eye had been cut. The doctor came, had a look at it, and he was like, he's grand. The fight continued. And then what happened was, in the second round, so that was the first round, so Tyson is furious. He's so mm-hmm. pissed off. Stop Instagramming me. I respect my privacy at this difficult time. Thank you. So anyway, I um stop it. I get it. I'm Gail, you're Oprah. I'm sorry. Shut I'm sorry for up. having There is no Gail Oprah. We are We're the, both we Gail. are the Olsen twins. If you put Gail and Oprah in the blender yeah. and pour them out. We're yeah, we're sister sister. We're we're sister? Sister, sister. No, Never no, knew how much I missed you. Um anyway, Roger. so Tyson's pissed off and as we know, got a bit of a temper. So he's annoyed and in the second round mm-hmm. he bit his ear. Okay, so that's when he bit okay, his left round. ear. Because my memory looking back at it, I would have thought that it was earlier on in the fight. 
Well, there were only three rounds and it was called, sure, you see. How many rounds is it anyway? Who knows? Who cares? We're not talking about no, boxing. But I, was saying, oh, wait, I, thought, we are. I thought it was like kind of it, know, look, 30 this, seconds into the this fight. This all happened very fast. Like the fight yeah. was, it was like boom, boom, boom. Like I was watching this this today and it was just, it was just kind of mad to watch it unfold. So he bit his left ear yeah. and uh, bit his left ear. And then what happened Picasso. was, was that... Uh, the doctor was like, no, 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 that's fine. So the, his Holyfield's ear has been bitten. Ugh. And Mills but it's Lane... Bit, it's bitten clean though, isn't it? Well, okay. The two ears got bit. Okay. Because Mills Lane was like, no, no, oh. no. Ear bite is totally fine. That's totally cool. Mm. Um, play on, bro. You know, he was like, play on, guys. Like, this mm. is totally, you know what I mean? It's totally fine. So the third round anyway ensues. And of course, Tyson... Bites the other ear, and that's when he really caused oh, a bit of damage. Okay. So he bit the right ear, um, and that's that's the one where he basically took it was like an inch, it was an oh. inch in thickness, and he bit that chunk clean off. So it, there was obviously kind of an in-ring melee because at that point, I mean, now you. do you know the really weird thing? Tyson bit him the second time yeah. and the referee still didn't call it. He let the round play out. So he was like basically like, okay, called it at the end of the third round and obviously Tyson was disqualified and Holyfield well, you know, by extension won the fight. There was a huge in-ring melee, obviously. Now, in the midst of all this madness and anarchy, because people were processed, trying to process what had just happened, obviously yeah. Holyfield's crew were completely enraged. Tyson's crew were really pissed off at him. So yeah. Don King was like super annoyed, but being the, you know, PR guy that he was, he didn't actually betray that. Like he didn't let that be known in the interview immediately afterwards but he was proper pissed off at Tyson because um, he could just see those Dallas Dallas like just mm. fading away um, and in the midst of all this a chunk half an inch of an ear was missing from his left ear and was just on the ring so everyone's like just walking around the ring hanging out giving out saying what the fuck etc etc and his ear is on the ring um, so obviously what happened was was that uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission well, this is the thing so uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission because it was on in the MGM so they were yeah. the ones in charge of uh, I was going to say in charge of this fight but they were in charge oh, yeah, of something the whole res- well the venue the, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it's, their, it's their kind of they place. were covering the whole thing and anyway so Holyfield because he is a born again Christian and all round good guy he's in the dressing room uh, Tyson's crew are basically like what the fuck his team are like seriously Mike like what just went on there Don King goes out to the reporters and he says totally defends Ty- Tyson he was like well you know he bit his ear but to be fair like Holyfield had headbutted him and I think you know Mike was just really annoyed and Holyfield is in his dressing room saying a prayer for Mike Tyson he got everyone around bit of a group circle just like those things we see in Stars Born you know when she gets everyone in bit of a huddle let's say thank you God you know this kind of crack so he was like let's forgive Mike Tyson for what mm. he's done and Tyson 
started to panic in the couple of days, obviously, immediately after the fight. So because he was getting so much shit from his team, he apologised to Holyfield. Um, But it's interesting because in Oprah then, uh, when he was interviewed by Oprah years later, he did admit that, like, obviously it was a totally insincere apology and he didn't mean, like, one bit of it at the time, but he just did it to get people off his back. And Most apologies, I would have thought. Yeah, so what he said was in the Oprah interview, he said the reason why he did it was was that he was really angry, he was enraged, and he wanted to just inflict so much pain on him. And he said, like, I was just really pissed off that he was, like, such a great fighter, and I was mad, I was upset, and that's why he did it. And Oprah asked him, she was like, look, you know, like how like did you feel guilty afterwards and Mm. he said no like I didn't feel one bit guilty and he was just really honest about it and he was like at the time um like no like I just didn't feel one bit bad about it because I was really pissed off I can relate to that because I remember when I was in fifth year and we were getting ready for like Santry you know doing athletics Mm -hmm. and they were picking the fastest runners and a couple of years previously I would have been one of the fastest in my school okay but then I got on you know, I was probably smoking about 60 to at that stage. So that when we went to do the sprint trials, I just started pretending that I had a dodgy ankle. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't have the stamp. I was angry at myself. Well, that's exactly, you know and I mean? that's why Tyson's your cousin. Just to say that. Please <laughs> check out our previous episode and it all becomes clear. Yes, okay. my Tyson um, is my cousin. So he was really pissed off. But what was interesting was, was that in the days, so he made the apology, but he was really annoyed because the Nevada State Athletic Commission barred him from fighting for 15 months mm. and he was never going to win the heavyweight title again. So yeah. he fought, fought for one more time, lost two. Do you want to take a guess? Who did he lose to L-L- the next LL Kucha, he wasn't fighting, was he? LL are the initials here. Lennox. Lewis. Lewis. Another ride. It was the high, absolutely right. It was yeah. the high, I mean, poor old Mike was just always fighting these hotties. He was. Why would no, you do it to yourself, my, Mike? This is very rare for me to say two rides in one episode. I know. This is my type. Richard over here. Um, yeah, so he was the highest grossing fight of all the time of all time. Yeah. Holyfield made thirty five million, but what happened was was that obviously Tyson's stock price plummeted mm. after the fight and then he got really pissed off so he started giving out about Holyfield uh, like saying giving out saying all this shit about him like saying you know look I mean he's not the tough warrior that everyone makes him out to be like he got a, lit- a little nick on his ear and he quit Tyson really wanted to like um fight like fight Holyfield again and Holyfield was having none of it she was like no Mm. thank you and hilariously in the Oprah interview and like sure he'd no need to why would you be but like you're missing an inch off your ear you've earned that what's he gonna bite next Judy actually bite his mickey fight is Mickey in the middle of the fight before before I get to before I get to the point that I was going to make there just to say as well oh yeah uh, just to say as well that Holyfield when he was saying the prayer mm-hmm. in the dressing room mm-hmm. this little guy who was working in the MGM at the time um, mm-hmm. Lanati was his second name so he comes running in with a piece of ear in the sandwich bag okay so he's like I found the bit of your ear sir mm-hmm. and he was like and uh, Mr. Holyfield was like Oh, great. Fantastic. So they got in the ambulance and somebody was holding the sandwich bag. Mm. And over the course of the ambulance ride, uh, they arrived in the hospital and nobody could find the ear. 
So somebody had lost the sandwich bag with the ear. So the doctor anyway gave him eight stitches, but really creepily, I watched an interview between Larry King and, or sorry, Larry King, Holyfield and Tyson. Um, and his ear still looks completely fucked. Like it's a Star Wars ear. Like it's gross. Like it's really like, oh, it's just got this little dip. So they couldn't find the bit of ear. They somebody sh- found it, picked it up from the ring, put it in a sandwich bag, which is why you should always carry a sandwich bag, a freezer bag at least, guys, in your handbag, in your clutch at all times. Yeah. And times, somebody yeah. lost it. But uh, Tyson did say in the Oprah interview, she was like, you know, have you made up with them since? Like, would you have had much to do with them after that? And he was saying, um, oh, you know, anytime I see him, he's a little, a little wary of me. And everyone in the audience and Oprah just pissed themselves. Mm. and like I have to say in that interview as well and I think I did touch upon this in the previous episode I would have always been quite anti-Tyson but in that interview with Oprah like you do he does come across as like just so like quite a likable person you know yeah. a lot of introspection a lot of self-reflection told men like his violence towards women and stuff in his younger days and he was like look I was of this world where like that is how you communicated like you know, I was of this world where, like, dating-wise, you did actually treat women like that. Like, that's yeah. just what, that's the world I knew. Like, very introspective, really well-spoken guy. Like, it was a complete, for me anyway, Um, it just kind of cast him in a whole new light. So it was actually a great interview. Mm, but in Larry King, he was totally, no, he was a totally different man in Larry King because what had happened after the young interview was... Um, they claimed the interview was on the Monday and yeah. Oprah said the following like Thursday so like you might have you know watched my episode with time with Mike on you know Monday and Monday night we get a call um, from Vander Holyfield and mm-hmm. he's like I want to meet Mike you know I want to sit with him so on Thursday you were in for a treat if you'd rocked up to the Oprah studios in Chicago because who was there only Holyfield and Mike Tyson. So they were reunited. Oh, and yeah. uh, Mike turned to Evander and, you know, Oprah said, you know, I just, to go back to your apology the other day, like you said, you know, it was insincere, etc. So like, what do you want to say to um, Holyfield now? And he said, he turned to him and he said, I just want to say um, that, oh, hang on, I want to find it here. Um, just talk amongst yourselves, guys. Okay. Um, I just want to say that... Oh, yeah. And he said, I just want to say you're a beautiful guy. So Mike now t- is ter- has turned to Vander, who mm. is, I mean, I think we would agree with Mike yeah, there. He's a right, beautiful guy. Yeah. Beautiful guy. We've both come from the sewage and we've both become established and esteemed uh, fighters. And it's been, now I love this quote. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure passing through life and being acquainted with you. Isn't that a lovely quote? Yeah, it's nice. But as long as they're an acquaintance, if somebody that you thought you were best mates with said that to you, that's a bit of a yeah. Do you know if we got a tweet? If I said that to you, I mean, bit of a stretch. Wouldn't you be like, oh, what a bitch? So, um, but what was interesting was I think Oprah brings out this side in you that you just you you feel the need to bear your soul and be this. But she she has certain techniques that she uses, like eye contact. She does not break eye contact. She uses touch as well. I've watched videos on it. Yeah. 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 
She shares a lot of herself, so you feel like yes, it's okay for you to share. The old classic manipulator. But when they were on Larry King, Holyfield yeah. and totally different. You know, you should watch the interview on Oprah and then contrast that with the two lads on Larry King. Mm. Because it was almost like they were all in on a bit of a joke. Because Larry King was like, so that Oprah interview, I mean, had you guys like not met before mm. then? Like, had she not you know, exchange forgiveness or whatever. And Holyfield was like, oh no, like we had met. And he was like, what? And Mike's like laughing away. So I was like, this is funny. Because I mean, I by the way, I only watched this just as like, I'll just have one more Google to see if there anything yeah, I should yeah. watch. And then Holyfield is like, oh no, we had met. Like I was in Madison Square Gardens and, you know, everyone started shouting, um, uh, they saw that like Mike was also there. So like all these people in the stadium were like shouting, you know, uh, oh no, watch out and all this kind of thing. And mm. he looks up and there's Mike Tyson. And he said, you know, Mike just reached down and put his hand out to me and I shook his hand. So like they did have that moment okay, where yeah, yeah. like, you know, as sportsmen, they mm. were like, you know, it's all good or whatever. But obviously they left that out of the Oprah show because um, yeah. it just wouldn't fit. Going to yeah. use the Julie word, it wouldn't fit the narrative, baby. Um, couple of funny quotes after the fight. As Stallone said, boxers should eat before they fight. Thank you, Sly. Uh, everyone got involved in it at the time. Uh, like Barry McGuigan said, it's despicable. It's a, what's that word? Abominable. It's totally malicious. Barry is this tiny, tiny little featherweight fighter from Northern Ireland, and you need to check him out. He's just so adorable. Um, <laughs> and then horrified was the word that Clinton used. Oh. Clinton was getting involved. And uh, what was nice about the Larry King interview as well was Holyfield got to talk a little bit more. And he oh, talked, how ah, feels. you know how he feels, Emma. I was just trying to make that joke. You always just... But you still it's you still interrupted me, me to make the joke. Let the it be noted. Let it, let it be noted. You still interrupted me to make the joke. That episode. was I sat through you rehashing the Bashir Panorama interview last week. You even what? though even though we spoke? had covered that ground, Emma. But who spoke more? It was a great episode. episode but by who the spoke way. more in that episode? Moving on. Anyway, exactly. I don't know. We'll exactly. have to Jamie, our editor. Jamie it's going to have to start timing. Jamie, you know who you want to pick. Okay, so I... Thanks, what Jamie. Was I? Thanks, oh, yeah. thanks so for the support, Holyfield Jamie. Holyfield did say because I'll he's born you later. a Christian. And, oh, well, the pictures have to stop. <laughs> okay, there's a reason Jamie <laughs> is not on I social this, media. Like, secret relationship. And that's because... Will he cut out the parts where Julie said this, well, this and this? When I listen back to the episodes, I just think you must have an inside track because something's happening. I don't know what your currency is. I do not know uh, what your currency imagine. is. But no. the leather skirt, the Poor pictures. <laughs> Poor old Jamie's lucky to get that Emma, episode on It's time, an audio he? medium. Anyway, so, uh, yes, yeah, so a couple of funny quotes there. And Holyfield did say after the fact, he was like, look, for me, uh, you know, I'm a man of God. And like, you know, God gives us these challenges and it's all about forgiveness. And he was mm. like, I have forgiven Mike. And he was very clear. And Mike was laughing along as well. They were like, I mean, I had forgiven him like long before. Like yeah. the Oprah interview. And sure, they'd done the funny stuff. Like they did the fu- hilariously because obviously he uh, didn't have his ear. Like that inch will never be 
uh, will never be uh, recovered. Tyson was in a Footlocker advert, which is a very funny ad. Um, and I do remember it, but I was trying to find it. couldn't find it uh, today now, but I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Um, but I just couldn't find it in my encyclopedia at home. But it's that Footlocker <laughs> advert where he goes and he returns the year to Holyfield. Oh, that's good. It's good. It's good, guys. Well, I totally believe them because like, if they're, you know, sports people at that level, they know what it means of like what you can do when you're so competitive and you're so driven. And, you know, you can, you know, they're literally at that level where you'll do anything to win. So I totally believe that he yeah. just think, and like oh, Holy bigger, and and also be and because about. Holyfield at that point was a fading fighter, like that yeah. was kind of his strength was waning. And Oprah made the point, um, you know the way Oprah likes to play fucking psychic Sally every now and again. She mm. was like, I said before, you know the match I said or whatever, what's the word we use, match fight, fight? or whatever it is. Um, she was saying, I said before the fight, you know, like his mother is dead, so he will win this match because Holyfield's mother, he'd been very close to her okay. and she had just died and he was like, that's the resolve right there. And then he, and then, and then she said, you know, he's going to, you know, she said to Mike in the singular interview on the Monday, she was saying, you know, I really felt that he was going to win that fight because he had this angel mm. who was like rooting for him and he wanted to do it for his mother. And then he just made a joke. Mike he was like, well, he must have had a gang full of of, of, full of angels up there because he was like he was very complimentary he was like he was just so competitive mm. he was I was really pissed off I was upset because I was not it was not going my way well, so and it's, it yeah. stemmed from rage like obviously yeah. that's he just saw red well he obviously had enough self-awareness to know what he was pissed off about yeah and look and I obviously goes out saying as well like Don King never represented him again it was the last fight that Don King yeah. asso- associated um uh, wherein he's associated associate himself with Mike Tyson, etc. And then, you know, that's it. So it was a massive instant in the 90s, massive, uh, massive deal mm. in 90s sport. I'm sure we got a million stuff wrong, but sure, look, feck it. Get what in touch. F- so you know the way I like, to be going, I like to be going on the YouTubes, I like to be listening to me songs and me bits and me all that. How do you feel about So Salichrome? There's loads of them, is there? Yeah, What's the story with them? Do you remember, the, do you remember the classic song they had, 21 Seconds? Uh, I got 21 seconds to go. I got 21 seconds to go. If you like me, I know you. Look, sure, will we talk about it again, maybe? Oh, oh. 21 seconds. I feel... I feel it's time. Okay. I've been Chili J. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. Thanks for listening. This has to stop. Thank you, Holyfield. Okay. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.